You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. Please remember to subscribe to Big Blue View Radio wherever you listen to podcasts to uh, to support my work and the work done by Chris Flum and Nick Filato here on Big Blue View Radio as well. All right, Giants fans, the NFL scouting combine is over for 2023, but the goodies here on Big Blue View Radio and at BigBlueView.com from my time in Indianapolis at the combine are far from over. And a little bit later in the show, I'll have one of those for you. I'll have the audio from the interview or from the media session that Drew Sanders, linebacker from Oklahoma, who is sometimes mocked to the Giants at 25, is a player who I happen to like, I think is is a possibility at 25 for the Giants if they really want to uh, to address the linebacker position, really want to upgrade their their defensive front seven. So uh, have that for you a little bit later in the show. But obviously what we really need to talk about today, what we need to get to first, is the Daniel Jones situation. I'm recording this on Sunday night, and as I'm recording, the uh, the situation remains status quo. Jones has not signed a long-term deal. The Giants have not, as of yet, applied the franchise tag. So right now... Things remain the way that they have been, you know, for the last uh, for the last week or so, as we've been hearing all sorts of uh, of negotiations, all sorts of rumors, all sorts of things about whether the Giants will will apply the franchise tag, when they might do that, how much Jones is asking for, all of those things. We've heard forty seven or forty eight million dollars was the opening price that that Jones representatives from from athletes first asked for you know we've you know we've heard all sorts of of things the tag is out of the or that that there's some people think there's no way a deal's going to be reached other people say it's 50 50 you know joe shane says he doesn't want to use the tag but he's been adamant that he absolutely will use the tag if he has to He's adamant that Daniel Jones will be the Giants quarterback in 2023. And listen, I get the fact that some people look at Daniel Jones and they say he's had one good year. You know, what is he doing? Why does he think he's worth $40 million or more? Look, 
That's the going rate for good starting quarterbacks in the NFL. This is Daniel Jones' time to seek a contract. He is a good starting quarterback in the NFL. He was put in a horrible circumstance with the Giants for the first three years. Horrible offensive line play, no weapons around him. Awful coaching in in some circumstances. He had two head coaches prior to Brian Dayball in three seasons. He had a Jason Garrett as an offensive coordinator for a while. Then Freddie Kitchens called plays. He had Pat Shermer as the the offensive coordinator slash head coach in his rookie year, a year where there were where he replaced Eli Manning, and there were a lot of mixed emotions about that. Running an offense that really wasn't built around him in his rookie season. So Jones has never been placed in a circumstance that was really workable until Joe Shane and Brian Dable came along. And we can argue, oh, he didn't throw 20 touchdown passes. Oh, he didn't do this. He didn't do that. He didn't put up massive passing numbers. He didn't make a Pro Bowl. You know what Daniel Jones did all season in 2022? Daniel Jones played quality winning football. He made plays with his legs when he had to make them. Some of those were designed runs. A lot of those were Daniel Jones making decisions and using his legs effectively. He protected the football. He played quarterback the way that Brian Dable and offensive coordinator Mike Kafka asked him to play quarterback. As the year went on, he took on more and more responsibility in the passing game. The Giants went 9-7-1. They made the playoffs for the first time since 2016. They don't do that without the contributions that Daniel Jones made. His rookie contract is up. The Giants understand that if they allow him to reach the free agent market, someone's going to blow $40 million out of the water. Someone's going to give him $45 or $46 million. Someone's going to pay him Kyler Murray money. Someone's going to look at Daniel Jones and say, We think he's better than Kyler Murray. We think he's getting better. We think there's more meat on the bone. He's continuing to improve. He's just reaching his potential. Kyler Murray is on the way down, and Kyler Murray makes $46.5 million average annual value. Somebody's going to look at that and say, we think, especially with the salary cap going up nearly $60 million, Over the next two seasons, by 2025, the salary cap, which is $228 million in 2023, by 2025, that salary cap is estimated by over the cap to be above $280 million. So what looks like a lot of money today on a three- or four-year contract is not going to be that much money a couple of years down the road. Besides which, the reality of it is, even in this market, once Lamar Jackson gets paid, once Joe Burrow gets paid, once Justin Herbert gets paid, once Trevor Lawrence gets paid in another year, maybe once Derek Carr gets paid, 
you're going to be looking at Daniel Jones if the Giants were to sign him at $40 million annually. You're going to be looking at that contract, and it's going to wind up being middle of the pack in terms of average annual value for quarterback contracts. It sounds like a god-awful amount of money. It sounds like crazy money, and it is to you and me and average, ordinary, working people. But in NFL dollars, in National Football League dollars, in a league where they basically have a license to print money, they're getting billions and billions of dollars in additional revenue from Amazon and all of the streaming services that that they're into now. That's why games are streamed on Amazon Prime and and all of the other things that the NFL does. They are basically printing money, $40 million for a starting quarterback, for a good quality starting quarterback, which Daniel Jones is in my estimation and in the estimation of of other people who I talk to who know quarterback play better than I do. Had a good long conversation with Chris Sims of uh, NBC Sports the other day. Sims is adamant that he's a big believer. He said he was a total believer in Daniel Jones. He said, yes, he said $40 million seems rich even to him, but that's the going rate. That is what the market will bear currently. That is the price tag. Unless you want to just start over, and there's no guarantee that the Giants sitting at 25 in the draft, they're not going to get Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson or Will Levis or C.J. Stroud without mortgaging a whole lot of other draft picks that they need to build a roster that Joe Shane has repeatedly said is not whole, that needs upgrades in several places. And, and I, you know, I, I don't want to hear this stuff about Daniel Jones is greedy and this and that and the other thing. You can argue about what kind of quarterback you think Daniel Jones is, but all of us, all of us, every one of us is going to try to make as much money in our lives as we can. Daniel Jones is in a situation where this might be, (coughs) excuse me, this might be his one and only shot at a huge NFL payday. This might be the one time where he feels like he has some leverage, where he can try and get that big mega payday. I don't begrudge him doing that. People say, oh, well, you know, he should know that if he doesn't take, if he doesn't take a discount, the Giants are going to have they're gonna lose Saquon Barkley or they're gonna have to do this or they're not gonna be able to do that. You can you can say he should take that discount. He should he should consider all of those things. But Daniel Jones needs to take care of Daniel Jones and his future first. I will not begrudge him that. As Joe Shane has said, it would be much better for the Giants to get a long-term deal done with Jones, whether that's three years, four years, five years, whatever it might be. Financially, that's better for the Giants because they can spread out the cap hit. 
If you have to use a franchise tag on Jones, then that's $32 million that hits the cap automatically. And, of course, then that puts, you know, Saquon Barkley's situation in doubt. That puts the Giants' ability to uh, to make some free agency moves in doubt. I'm not going to put all of that on Daniel Jones. He's aware of that situation. His agents are aware of that situation. And, you know, but it is not Daniel Jones' responsibility to quote-unquote, give the Giants a discount. I don't want to hear all of this. He's greedy. He's this. F Jones. Get rid of Jones. You know, we don't care. He's had one good year. You know, Giants fans, he played his guts out in 2022. He gave you guys a memorable season. He helped the Giants, you know, break a string of of five consecutive double-digit lost seasons. He played quarterback very, 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 very well, in my estimation. Didn't put up huge numbers in the passing game because he wasn't really asked to put up huge numbers in the passing game. He didn't have the kind of weapons around him that really enabled him to do that or would have enabled him to do that. The Giants played offense the way that they needed to play offense, Daniel Jones did the kind of things that he needed to do to win football games. And the bottom line is, I've said it before, he played winning football. He did his job. This is his time to get paid. We will know soon enough how this is all going to turn out. And we will continue to cover that for you at BigBlueView.com. And uh, if we get a... uh, a franchise tag decision, you know, from the Giants here before Tuesday afternoon's deadline. We'll uh, put together a, a quick podcast for you guys with a reaction to that. Either I will do that, or Chris Flum and Nick Filato will do that. But we will uh, we'll have uh, all of the the coverage of of the Daniel Jones Saquon Barkley situation of free agency. We'll continue our draft coverage going forward. We've got dozens of, of profiles. We've got tons of combine coverage at this point. So please, you know, check out BigBlueView.com if you haven't done that lately and uh, to, uh, to keep up to date on, on all of our coverage of, of the Giants throughout the offseason. All right, let's do this. Let's get to my interview now with Arkansas linebacker Drew Sanders, a guy who I feel like should be a consideration for the Giants with the 25th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, 
and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What teams have you formally met with so far? Um, I mean, I met with uh, eight the first day, three the uh, second day, but um, I mean, the Giants, uh, some of the Panthers, uh, um, just, you know. Was one of those teams the Steelers? Uh, yeah, I met with the Steelers on the, the first night. Uh, you know, he was, he was, uh, it was a pretty cool interview. I mean, he was really, you know, just, just talking to him, you know. Um, it was pretty kind of a, a relaxed interview, really. Uh, true. Yeah, I mean, um, I really kind of just try to watch everyone and just kind of pick and choose from them. I really don't have like somebody that I really like try to like you know really model my game after, but just kind of like pick and pick stuff from uh, everybody. True. How much do you pride yourself on being versatile? Like you just lined up all over the front. Yeah, I mean, um, especially when I ended up you know choosing Arkansas, that was really the, my main reason for you know going there is because they uh, you know talking to them they were going to allow me to be uh, you know, versatile and you know, keep that uh, ability to get after the passer, but as well as you know. Experience you know, in the middle. You've transferred around so much in your short life. What has that done to us? Does it help? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, moving around a lot, you kind of have to, you know, adapt all the time. So, I mean, there's always a changing environment. So, I mean, it's, you know, I think it's good having to, uh, you know, overcome a lot of challenges. You learn easily? Yeah, yes, sir. Been no, not so. <laughs> when did you realize playing off ball was your, your best path to the NFL? Um, I mean, uh, I've always really you know been on the offensive side of the ball. I was a quarterback starting out, played a little running back, receiver, and I kind of always uh, um, thought my athletic ability was like kind of one of my strengths. So I, I really wanted to you know make the move back on my feet and uh, you know really uh, kind of felt comfortable you know making that decision. Seems like a use an arm over move a lot when you pass rush. What about that move do you like? Um, you know, it's really just kind of been a move that you know, I just kind of naturally started doing and just kind of worked a couple times. Just kept doing like that. What happened to your quarterback in your What happened to your quarterback in your career? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, wasn't too good at throwing the ball. We were pretty good at running the ball, so you know, ended up playing you know, a little bit of receiver and running back after that. So, so have you uh, talked to teams just as purely? Are seeing it really as a line off ball linebacker, or are some teams talking to you more as a potential edge guy based off of what your previous experience? Yeah, I mean, most of the teams I've talked to is really you know staying in that middle, and you know that's one of the first questions whenever I really go in the room is where do I see myself in this league, and you know I really you know always kind of uh, tell them it's in the middle of the field, but. Uh, yeah. You met with the Bucks at all? Yeah, I met with the Bucks uh, last uh, last night. Yeah, it was a formal. How much, uh, you know, your quarterback background seemed like you were using the spy uh, a good amount. How much did that kind of help you know where your quarterback might try to escape? Um, I mean, it's, it's, I feel like it's kind of like an instinct, kind of a feeling thing. You kind of know when he's about ready to take off. I mean, there has to be a timer in your head, you know, as a quarterback, there's a timer in your head. And if, you know, it hits that certain time, you better, you know, kind of get moving or else you're going to, you know, get some pressure. Have you met with the Cowboys at all yet? 
Uh, no, I haven't. I met with the Cowboys, so formally or informally. I thought it went pretty well. Um, you know, it kind of just took me through, you know, some film and some of their defense a little bit, and I thought it was a, you know, a really good interview overall. Who are a couple of your favorite players? Favorite players? Favorite players, like growing up? Yeah, I'm watching even now. Um. I mean, I really, you know, enjoyed, you know, watching, like, a T.J. Watt. Um, you know, kind of a big fan of, you know, Van Der Esch just because, you know, he's from Idaho and I was from uh, Oregon growing up. So, I mean, uh, other than that, I mean, yeah. What do you like about T.J.? Uh, T.J., I mean, uh, I really like watching, you know, his, uh, you know, rushing the pass. I think he's really good, um, obviously. Um, but uh, I really, like, kind of try to... Uh, you know, kind of match his style, especially when he rushes. I think we're you know, kind, of, kind of similar, you know, building stuff like that. I imagine there was some carryover to playing quarterback. How long did it take you to be comfortable calling the defense and getting guys around you um, um, I mean, my thing really is, you know, if I'm not communicating, then I'm probably not comfortable myself. So I kind of feel like I have to communicate, and uh, I really uh, you know, feel comfortable doing that, and uh, something I feel like I have to do. Uh, my agent's uh, Kyle McCarthy, and I'm training at a Proactive in Los Angeles. Um, I mean, not really. I mean, you have to communicate as a defense. If everyone's on the same page, you're going to have bus, and you know you're going to you're going to cross your team, and uh, you know really everyone just has to be on the same page. So communication is the most part part of the game. Aside aside from the middle linebacker question, where do you think teams were most curious about for you to have to prove or or something that you felt you had to answer to them to put yourself in the best light? Um, you know, I've really, you know, played outside linebacker two years, played inside linebacker one year, and I'm pretty raw at both spots, but, um, you know, there's just, there's just a lot to improve on, but I mean, uh, like I said, the versatility part, I mean, I feel pretty comfortable that I can, you know, cover a pass, get after the quarterback and stop the run, so... Um, probably, you know, the biggest challenge for me at first, especially was uh, um, from playing outside to inside, was, I mean, there's a lot more to look at when you're back there. I mean, there's a lot more reads, a lot more keys, but... You know, you kind of gain that with experience, and uh, you know, that's something you know, you know. You gain a little experience as well. Yeah, just really just being able to be on my feet again. You know, I've always trusted my speed, and my athleticism. You know, felt comfortable in space, but um, yeah. Huh? Uh, no, I haven't known at all. I just got yeah, so, um, you know, sophomore year, played a few games, ended up uh, having a Venice fracture in my right thumb and uh, came back really wasn't playing too much and um, uh, kind of always thought about making the switch to middle and, uh, um, you know, the portal was a big thing at that time and kind of opened up my options. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's changed, changed it a lot. I mean, you kind of see... You know, it's just, I mean, yeah, I, I a, lot of, a lot of money getting exchanged, stuff like that, but, uh, uh, I mean, I think there's pros and cons to everything. I mean, uh, there's always, uh, you know, negative 
decisions, but there's always positives coming out of it. But uh, yeah. Of your best traits as a linebacker, where would you list mental and what number would it be? Uh, you said what? Where would you list mental as as what number would it be in terms of the best traits that you bring to the field as a linebacker? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know, the mental side of the game. You know, like I said, my dad was coach growing up, so I mean, football's always been a part of my life, and. Uh, you know, I think my mental side is probably one of my better traits. So, I'm mean, really comfortable playing at any uh, spot in the uh, football field. Yeah, I mean, um, um, really, uh, and I, everyone I thought in the, in the room, you know, was pretty, you know, uh, it wasn't like, it was, it was just a good interview, you know, um, everyone is, you know, pretty, uh, um, it, was, it was just kind of relaxed, you know, just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a formal thing. Yeah. What was your freshman time goals and playing at a three-four defense? Um. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know, good coach, obviously, but um, uh, I, you know, I really like that you know, defense scheme and stuff. You know, I kind of see myself you know fitting in that defense, and uh, you know, it would be a yeah, fun to play for sure. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, my first time sitting in a team meeting, I was, you know, three years old, so, I mean, I've been around football, you know, forever, and, uh, you know, he's, he's, always, he's been my coach, too, so, you know, growing up, yeah. Um, no, I, you know, really started playing quarterback, you know, uh, you know Huey football, and that was, you know, my coach's decision, but, uh, yeah, he was a running back and a linebacker by trade, so, um, yeah. Who was the one that was the person that motivated the switch to the, the inside linebacker position? Someone was impactful in that? Um, I mean, I've, you know, just because just of my dad, really, I've always kind of, you know, uh, my dad's you know, been my role model, I've always wanted to be like my dad, you know, uh, um, and, uh, just like I said, I'm pretty comfortable on my feet, and uh, obviously love the defense side of the ball, and uh, yeah. Drew, you said you're you're still raw. Well, that was that was your words at the inside linebacker position. So, what area do you think you need to kind of close the gap the most to be able to contribute early in your NFL career? Yeah, um, I mean, so there's a lot I need to learn on to learn, obviously. But you know, experience is big for me, obviously. Um, there's, I mean. You get you get better at things by you know reps and stuff like that. So I mean, uh, really just you know, the mental side of it, obviously, you know, with your keys and all that. But yeah, you know, uh, experience for sure. Drew, what were some key traits that Barry Odom helped you develop from going from the outside to inside? What were some key traits that Barry Odom helped you influence early on to go from outside to inside? Um, you know. The, you know, Arkansas, you know, their, their schemes are you know, pretty simple, and uh, I think my position coach, you know, Coach Shear did a great job, you know, simplifying the game for me. And like I said, you know, you make that move from outside to inside, there's a lot more to look at, a lot more keys, and he did a great job, you know, just keeping it pretty simple and just allowing me to play fast. Uh, what is your favorite play to make? A fumble recovery, a pick, a tackle for a loss? Uh, I love making a sack. Sack? Okay. Thank you. Thank you.
Giants fans, that's our show for today. Thank you, as always, for listening. Please remember to stay safe out there, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the <laughs> No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.